Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. What I want to do now is talk the Tuatara baseball team. Uh, they've had two away series now, first up against the Brisbane Giants, which they ended up losing three games to one in the four-game series. And then over the weekend, oh, Brisbane Bandits, my problem, Brisbane Giants, Brisbane Bandits. And then over the weekend, <laughs> um, I was thinking about the Adelaide Giants who got absolutely hammered by Geelong career over the weekend. But anyway, over the weekend, they were in Canberra and they ended up winning that series 3-1, which means they come back home having won four, lost four, which means in baseball terminologies, they're at 500, which is a really, really cool start to the season. They take on Sydney this week. The first game is 7 o'clock Friday night at North Harbour Stadium. Two games on Saturday, 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock. Do encourage people to get along. And then a fourth game on Sunday. To reflect on that very good performance against a very good Canberra Cavalry team is a man who's heavily involved with the Tuatara, Dale Budge. Dale, good evening. Welcome. Hey, Mark. I thought that was just a stunning series by the Tuatara off the back of what was a somewhat disappointing series against the Brisbane Bandits. Uh, Steve Mintz had come out off the back of the Brisbane series and said, look, our batting, we weren't intelligent enough. Our pitching, we got too far behind on the count. This team, listen, this team addressed those issues. Yep, certainly did. Um, You're pretty disappointed with how that Brisbane series went. I mean, not just the the series score 3-1, but... The, the manner in which the team played and, and the things that they can control, don't think they quite nailed that in, in Brisbane. And a lot of those things, as you touched on, were, were addressed in Canberra against a very good Canberra side. They're a hard team to beat. Brisbane had plenty of um, upside, but I think Canberra uh, are just going to be one of those teams that are really hard to you know, get them on an off day. They don't tend to have too many of them. And, uh, the Tuatara beat them into submission. 52 hits across four games, which... You know, if you're putting that into sort of cricket perspective, it'd be like you know scoring 350 in a one-day game or 200 in a T20 game. You, you get a win your lion's share of games if you can you can do that. And Tuatara certainly did that over the, the last four days. Yeah, I put it in context for people not familiar with baseball, but put it this way: if you're playing in the major leagues and you hit three out of every ten that when you went to the plate, you'd be worth a hundred million dollar contract because three out of ten you would be exceptional in the major leagues, just giving you an idea of how much the ball does dominate in the sport of baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's a weird sport that you fail most of the time. The best sort of fail 70% of the time, as you, as you rightly talk about. You know, If you hit 300, you're an exceptional hitter. If you hit 250, you're sort of you know, middle of the road and, and you know, anything under 200 is probably uh, not, not up to up to scrub. But um, yeah, the Tuatara hitters, I think everyone got in on the act, even some of the guys that were... Uh, struggling against Brisbane, White Hoffman had a, a better series. Start to see some of what he's capable of. Uh, Kamu Sashida, um, the Japanese import, was was very good as well. Came up with some timely hits, and you know the top sort of five, six, seven in that order. Um, yeah, absolutely lethal. We saw Suwei Lin, the major leaguer, he's got three home runs I think now on the, on the season. Uh, had a hit in every single game, just dominant. You know, Jason Matthews continued his strong start to the year. Clayton Campbell had covered following him up in the order, uh, had a really good series. And we saw Jack Spiggers, who I thought was, was quiet. The numbers probably didn't tell the true story against Brisbane. I thought he actually put together some good at-bats without a whole lot of success. 
Uh, we started to see some of that success, you know, come to the fore against Canberra. Thought he had a really, really good series. And Matt Feinstein continues to deliver. He's been the home, the uh, RBI guy for uh, the Tuatara so far, hitting in the clean-up position. And, um, yeah, the uh, six, six RBIs, I think, off the top of my head uh, across the series. So another strong one for him as well. Yeah, Caber Rodriguez, who's fielding at third base, uh, arguably... I think probably one of the best fielders we've seen in the ABL, but also now doing some great things with the bat, hitting a very good home run as well over the weekend. Yeah, led one off, um, you know, a key one at the time when the, the Tuatara needed to, to put Canberra away. Um, he came up with a big hit. He's doing it all. Like, he can run, he can, you know, he's a genuine sort of five-tool player. As you said, you know, he's playing a little bit of third place, third place a little bit of shortstop when Lynn needs a spell. Um, you know, J- Jason Matthews is a a shortstop by trade, and uh, having to use him as a sort of DH third baseman because the, the amount of talent fielding wise in this team is, is exceptional. Jack Biggers is generally an infielder, um, has, has been largely in his minor league career to this point, and he's playing in the outfield. So it's a very, very good defensive side. That was the whole idea when this side was put together to be defensively sound. And you know they're not going to they're not going to bash a, a ton of home runs. I think there'll be other teams that'll hit more home runs than the Tuatara this year. But um, it's it's the sum of all things, sum of all parts. You know, guys that will put the ball in play, uh, will, will sort of move guys over, and it'll be stringing good at bats together. And we saw that against Canberra. We didn't see it enough against Brisbane, and that was what he was very critical of. We saw what that side's capable of against Canberra, and I'm sure that'll be the blueprint. Um, Moving forward. Yeah, Dale, we've just had a text come in. Someone just wanting to know how you set up the batting order on a baseball team. Where do you put your best hitters? What's generally um, the lineup? Do you spread them out throughout <laughs> the nine? Do you have your best hitters at the top of the order? If you could just maybe explain uh, the general conventions yeah, look, in and around that for non baseball aficionados. Traditionally, you have your, what you call your sort of table setters at the top of the order. So guys will get on base. Uh, you know, don't necessarily hit for a lot of power, but will get on base, hit for a high average. So chances of them getting on um, is significantly higher than for the other players on your on your roster. And then your sort of three, four, five hitters are the guys that are most likely to hit the ball out. So they're the guys that are going to drive in those those table setters. And then obviously the, the, the lighting, lighter hitting players would hit towards the bottom of the order. But with with this roster, um, Brigham and I both had sort of goes at putting together what we thought the lineup might look like or the order might look like. Um, Lindsay and Bragg have, have done things a wee bit different and it seems to be working. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting sort of hearing their thinking of it. This is what you get with 20 years coaching in the, uh, in the professional game, that experience. You know, Bragg has been there and done it as a you know, 15-year major league player himself and, and, you know, been a coach for a long time now. Just little things about putting pressure on this guy, easing the pressure on that guy just because of the personalities and what, what you know, he wants to, to see from him, challenging a player to to perform, um, you know, easing another player in. And um, and then obviously just talking to the players themselves. You know, Su Wei Lin, to me, is, is the cream in this in the side. He's the guy that's played in the major leagues. You know, we thought he would be the, the three-hole hitter for the Tuatara. Uh, okay, he, sorry, sorry, just, to, just, to, just to explain the terminology three-hole, Dale. So hitting third in the order, so you know you have a leadoff guy batting number one, position number one, number two, number three, number four, so on down to number nine. So we thought Lynn being the premier hitter on the side, we would probably hit somewhere around the three hole. Uh, he prefers to be higher up than that. He, he thinks that he'd rather have the other power bats. He's seen and assessed, you know, what his teammates bring to the table, and feels that he'd be better served hitting higher in the order. So I don't know whether that's 
Now, it means he's going to get probably less RBI opportunities, but, um, gee, it's working so far. He's been phenomenal across the first eight games. Yeah. Now, Dale, we talked about just how in baseball it is dominated by the ball and hitters if they get three out of ten are world-class, four out of ten in your Hall of Famer. Two and a half out of ten, or twenty-five percent, and you're still going to make the majors, which says that it's all about pitching. How impressed have you been by our pitching stock? Are they living up to your expectations? Are we on track? I mean, it is sometimes, you know, sometimes it does take a few games, and players do need to, you know, build that momentum. Uh, are we looking good heading into this first home series? Are you confident that we can get the job done, and that? You know, the players like the hitters are starting to come into their zone? Well, I think that's probably more the question mark at the moment around the Tuatara is the, is the pitching. I think we've seen certainly signs, and, and you know, we're pretty confident the talent's there. Um, not sure we've seen the best of all of the, the, the pitches so far in the Tuatara. Toru Marata yesterday was, was outstanding. You know, ex-Major came on five innings, you know, shut out baseball, looked really, really sharp against, as I say, a really good camera side. And they didn't have much of an idea against him, couldn't couldn't barrel the ball. Um, you know, he he's looked old and he was pretty good against pretty sharp against Brisbane at the start too and just got a little bit of tightness that um uh, meant that he had to exit his start early um, in Brisbane. But um yeah, he certainly seems to be um, at, at a level that's gonna be pretty competitive here. I thought we saw most of the, the Tuatara pitches take a step forward this series. Um there was some trouble Saturday night, it's fair to say that um you know, the, the players that went Saturday. Ben Thompson, young Kiwi, got a got a start in very challenging circumstances. It was quite heavy drizzle. In fact, it was you know, flat out rain at one point and um, very difficult to grip the, the ball, as it was for the Canberra side as well, admittedly. Um, so I think, you know, his lack of accuracy, he wasn't missing by a lot, but he wasn't quite hitting his mark. He was outstanding against Brisbane, but um, I think they struggled in conditions Saturday night. But after that, the rest of the players that pitched Saturday night probably didn't have their best stuff struggle to locate and that's probably a little bit of a question mark for uh, the coaching staff as we prepare for um, the, the Sydney Blue Sox series. Uh, one or two of those players not quite at full health um, and we may may see a change there. I think there'll, there'll likely be one player that, that sort of won't be uh, available against Sydney uh, so we're just sort of working through that at the moment but um, outside of that yeah, I think the other starters took steps forward the win was good. Lynn, Lynn was you know, certainly a better start than what we saw in Brisbane. Young Chin Yu, who was good in relief against Brisbane, got the opportunity to start on Friday night. And gave up hits to the first four batters he faced and gave up some runs. He thought, OK, this is going to be for a rough night. Well, he settled down and then from the second inning on, he didn't concede you know, anything to, to a, get a very good Canberra side. So I think that was a real positive um, step forward for for Chen Yu, he's a young player with a lot of upside. I think there was some serious interest from major league teams prior to the COVID uh, pandemic, and he was sort of stuck with tight Taiwan having very tight um, rules, much like New Zealand did. He was unable to sort of get to the United States. So, be a bit of interest in, in how he progresses, and yeah, we certainly saw the, the talent come to the fore on Friday night. So, overall, I think you know, that's probably the area where Tuatara can improve the, the most is with the pitching. The defence has been pretty good. The, the, the offence is going really well. So um, if they can just lift that pitching a little bit more over the next couple of weeks, I think Tuatara will be in really good shape. Dale Budge, as always, thank you for your time tonight on the programme. Greatly appreciated. And just a reminder too, do check out the ABL website.
those game times for this weekend's series at home, North Harbour Stadium against the Sydney Blue Sox, Friday night, doubleheader on Saturday and the fourth game on Sunday. Look forward to seeing you there. It certainly is uh, a wonderful sport to watch. Look, it might just be a bit of a novelty factor initially, but give it a chance. Give it a chance. Go and have a look. Cheap entry, great entertainment, great sport, world-class baseball.